presented by Facebook. Hey, good morning, Playbookers and Rogumunavallen. It's Tuesday. The White House is starting a campaign to talk about the economy today, but will anyone listen? It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. According to a White House official, the Biden White House is rolling out a new month-long economic campaign today to try to, quote, communicate on our accomplishments to date on the economy. President Joe Biden kicked off the effort with a Wall Street Journal op-ed that posted Monday evening, in which he boasted that his, quote, administration's economic and vaccination plans helped achieve the most robust recovery in modern history. This afternoon, the president will huddle with Fed Chair Jerome Powell to discuss plans for addressing inflation. And on Friday, the president will give remarks on the much-anticipated May jobs report, quote, highlighting the remarkable progress we've made in getting Americans back to work, with unemployment down at a historically fast rate and over 8 million jobs created. The White House officials said the purpose of the June pivot appears threefold. One, to convince skeptical voters that despite current misgivings, the economy is actually doing quite well, to calm fears about inflation and reassure both everyday Americans and major economic players that Biden has a plan to address it. And three, to thwart GOP efforts to try to hang inflation like an albatross around Democrats ahead of the midterms, and maybe even go on offense by accusing the GOP of pushing policies that will make the economy worse. It also comes at a time when Biden has been frustrated with his political standing. This morning, NBC's Carol Lee, Peter Nicholas, Kristen Welker, and Courtney Kuby report that Biden has been, quote, pressing aides for a more compelling message and a sharper strategy, and has rattled by his sinking approval ratings and is looking to regain voters' confidence that he can provide the sure-handed leadership he promised during the campaign. But Biden's desire to turn June into an inflection point for his trajectory has some serious challenges among them. One, will anyone listen? As of Memorial Day, Bloomberg's Jack Whittles reports that gas prices have surged to a national average of about 462 a gallon. Not only is that a new record, it's close to half a buck higher than one month ago. Baby formula shelves are still empty in most parts of the country. Given all of that, there's a serious question about whether the president can actually convince voters that the economy is doing well. But that doesn't mean he isn't going to try. In his Wall Street Journal op-ed, he boasts that, quote, the job market is the strongest since the post-World War II era, with 8.3 million new jobs, the fastest decline in unemployment on record, and millions of Americans getting jobs with better pay. Since I took office, families have increased their savings and have less debt, and business investment is up 20%, and manufacturing jobs are growing at their fastest rate in 30 years. All of that may be true, but until it's reflected in the lived experiences of everyday Americans, it's likely going to be a hard sell to convince them that the economy is in better shape than they think. Two, could it backfire on Democrats? Polling has shown that voters' top concerns this year are the economy and inflation, telling them that their day-to-day worries are not supported by macroeconomic data, or as Biden writes that, quote, the U.S. is in a better economic position than almost any other country, is risky, and could come across as tone-deaf, something frontline Democrats in swing districts have been concerned about. And three, is it really a plan when the president points fingers? While the president's op-ed purports to lay out a plan for addressing inflation, a close read shows that he actually seems to be pushing the burden off on others, including Fed Chair Jerome Powell and Congress. Biden makes clear that the ball is in Congress's court when it comes to passing clean energy tax credits, as well as legislation to lower the cost of prescription drugs and elder care. Quote, I've done what I can on my own to help working families during this challenging time, and will keep acting to lower costs where I can. But now Congress needs to act too. Only, Congress has been stuck in a rut on this issue since Christmas, so this plan isn't really much of a plan at all. 
Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 11 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will hold a bilateral meeting with New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern at noon. Biden will have lunch with Vice President Kamala Harris. Notes NBC's Mark Mamoli, it's only their third time this year. At 1.15, Biden will meet with Jerome Powell to talk inflation and the economy in the Oval Office. At 3 p.m., Biden will meet with the K-pop boy band BTS to discuss, quote, the need to come together in solidarity, Asian inclusion, and representation in addressing anti-Asian hate crimes and discrimination. The vice president will also meet with Ardern at 10.30 a.m. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre will brief at 2.30. The Senate and the House are out for a week-long Memorial Day recess. All right. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghu Manovalan. Have a good Tuesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Facebook is taking action to keep its platform safe. Their safety and security teams are over 40,000 strong, more than the size of the FBI. In the last six years, Facebook spent over $16 billion, enough to build seven pro stadiums, all to help create safer connections. And more than 40 million people are using Facebook's privacy checkup each month. That's nearly 60 times the population of Washington, D.C. And they're doing all of this to keep their platform safe. Learn more about the work ahead at facebook.com forward slash action. Facebook is building tools to enhance safety and security. Over 40 million people are using Facebook's privacy checkup each month. That's nearly 60 times the population of Washington, D.C. Learn more about the work ahead at facebook.com forward slash action.